we'll just start and then we can just two, do it three, four, whenever we're there. It's probably been like a couple months. Yeah, I was just I haven't been here in a month. Uh, yeah, you were here. The cathartic episode was the last one I was here for, and I was. I feel like I don't hear Shimmy that well. Try now. Now can you hear me? Oh, you yeah, sound good now. Better. Yeah, yeah. Go. I'm just gonna leave that unmuted. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's Barry? Barry is. So you got some feedback one time that our podcast, oh, I think Tommy Toledo told you that our podcast is softer than other podcasts. Yeah. And as a, another podcast, heavy podcast listener, I agree. Really? Yeah. I have to turn my radio way up when I'm in the car. That's weird. Yeah. I feel like I'm not that loud right now. Hello. Yeah, there you go. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. That's better. I'll just talk like this now. I like hey, that. Hey, I'm Fred Schneider. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Um, so what's everybody been up to? <laughs> I, so much. Uh, Shimmy, what do you want to talk about and what don't you want to talk about? <laughs> I've just been enjoying my uh, summer with my son thus far. Yeah? Yeah, it's been fun. Lots of hiking, lots of beach time. Uh, Sounds super fun. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Just sort of relaxing. Yep. Had to take some time off uh, before I lost it, so taking some time off of work. Uh huh. Just a little time off from work. Yep. That's always good. In the summertime. Summertime off. Well, with you know, with the babysitting with him living so far away, it just makes it easier for me to, you know, take the days and have him and not have to worry about anything with sitters yeah yeah i mean you don't want to have to like you know uh do like uh, robin williams and have to dress up as mrs <laughs> doubtfire in order to be near your kid all the time i mean that's I just wondered too where you're much. going with that i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't be bad <laughs> i wouldn't be against it cocaine i don't yeah. know like, there's oh, a lot there of there robin williams yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Could go so many directions. I mean, my algorithms are suicide heavy. I figured that's what he was going with. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. <laughs> so uh, I had a little, uh, I've had a couple good things happen. So one was, uh, so, I, you know, I was traveling a lot for acting and I got back. I went to Socrates, came back, went to Brooklyn, came back. And I drove both and I was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm fucking not doing this anymore. And I get a call from my agency, and they're like, hey, Blah Blah wants you for this commercial. And I'm like, nope. And they're like, what? And I'm like, don't want don't want to do it. And then they're like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, listen, I've been traveling a lot. I said, but the other thing is I got a really bad case of poison ivy, and they're not going to want me for a commercial. Like, So I took some pictures of my arms at the time. <laughs> they were gnarly. And my face was still a little effed up. And send it off to them. And, and, and actually, because they were like, let's see some pictures. So I actually sent it off on the note. And I said, here's the pictures. But just so you know, I, I don't want to do it. I'm like, listen, I, I've got a doctor's appointment that day. I'd have to change. I, you know, I want to make sure everything's cool, blah, blah, blah. And the owner of the company called me back. And she was like, what do you mean you don't want to do it? So I'm explaining it to her, and, and I'm like, they don't want me with the poison ivy. And she's like, no, they do want you. They still want you. We showed them the pictures. They want you. Wow. And so I'm like, I just, I'm not going. I just, I can't, I don't want to drive down to Cincinnati and then drive back and blah, blah, blah. What if we pay you this? Mm, no. Nah. They're like, 
what about this? Okay. <laughs> so I ended up going. That's when I declared myself offer only from now on. And so then uh, today I just got a call from that cable network again asking if I was free in August. So nice. I'm like, offer only is paying off big time. Wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So that's been going on, and we had a good July. Everybody have a good July 4th. Everybody's got all their fingers, I see. Yeah, that was what I, I looked a bunch of uh, articles up about. Um, people losing their hands, deaths and fires and all that kind of stuff to talk about because that's... Uh, Bye, guys. See, See you guys. I thought was, Romel was so funny. He was like tiptoeing around, being yeah. all quiet. Yeah, you don't have to be. We can't hear you. <laughs> See ya. Um, yeah, I, I saw kid. some videos, like uh, some classic videos of people lighting them in their driveway and goes every which way and this lady picks her baby because they came at the baby and then it's the van and the van catches on fire. <laughs> well, so what started it was Jeff Bonatti posted that picture of like his, his hand. A hand wrapped and it wasn't his <laughs> right. and people were like, oh my God. And that just made me think of, have you had, have you ever been at a home display and had something go wrong? Because oh, of course. Oh, right here. Every year. <laughs> every year, and but this year wrong. here. Yes. Uh, the the joke here was every year Dakota's boyfriend would get hit by a firework <laughs> to the point where we were like, well, we're not doing fireworks this year. And the tradition is we have to hit Kobe with one. <laughs> nice. How about you? Well, so I grew up in Missouri. We would order fireworks all, you know, like, and we'd have this big bonfire, like a kegger at my dad's, uh, my family's farm. And um, so like the whole town would come out and stuff and we'd set off fireworks. The so, whole town would come out to your... Well, it was 200 people. Family farm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how many people were related within those 200 people? A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, like one year, we were setting off bottle rockets or, you know, like the, the big, big rockets and uh, it exploded and the ember came down in the field. And the next thing we know, the field's on fire. Oh, like, And uh, so we had to run out there and, you know, put it out. Or there's another time they had um, for a few years this little town. So, again, a town of 212 people, tiny little town, would have this uh, 4th of July parade. And uh, they had everything. How? For, How? There's, there's only 200 people in the town. Like, who, does well, so everybody trade off? Like, it's a, there'd be a lot of tractors and stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, is it like you go from being a spectator, then you run onto the float, and the people who are on the float run and just like stand and watch, <laughs> like a Chinese fire drill yeah. with the parade. <laughs> so there was. Um, Somebody had like a full gross of bottle rockets in this like styrofoam cup and they took a, (laughs) they took a plumbing torch and they lit, you know, they tried to light it real quick. And so as these things start coming out of there, of course it melts the cup. So now instead of them all going up, they're laid in a perfect 360 degree angle in the middle of the crowd. (laughs) And so they're just shooting every which way all in the crowd. People are diving. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, there's lots. I mean, every year it seems like there's something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, here almost every year something turned around and came at us. And then there was, we did one one year, and like a couple weeks later I was looking out the backyard up, up a, like where the the um, dryer vent comes out, and I noticed this like burnt spot there. So I'm like, <laughs> we were still under warranty with the homeowner, with the, the builder. So I call him up, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, something weird's going on with this dryer van, and there's a, like, burnt there, burnt hole or whatever. And they come out, and they look up, and they go, was anybody lighting off fireworks? I mean, <laughs> this, this, this is like a, a, you know, bottle rocket burn or something, whatever he said. And I was like, 
No. Must have been one of the neighbors. <laughs> no, I mean, no one lights on fireworks here. And they were like, well, we'll fix it. And they fixed it. And I was like, yeah, we did that. Nice. <laughs> your, your neighbor might have had that same issue. Didn't we hit their house one year? We did. I think that was two years ago, right? Yeah. 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 How about you? What would you well, discover? Growing up, my neighbor used to make fireworks in his garage. Oh, wow. Like <laughs> M80s and M100s and only just, I don't know, with a hot glue gun. I'd see him, I'd look out my bedroom window, and he'd be in his garage, and I'd just see him hot gluing all of this volatile stuff. And it's like, my mom was always like, he's going to blow up his house. So, But then he would just buy the giant strings and would just look, hang them all through his tree and just would like run around the tree and set these long strings up with like the gunshot, the crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, had bought, I probably spent $250 on fireworks one year and had a little uh, display and didn't tack one down and it fell and it shot into the <laughs> group of people. <laughs> so I felt really bad, burned a kid, but I mean, whatever. It little, happens. Little balm, little dirt and spit. Yeah, it go away. it's just flesh. It grows back. Well, my mom, because she was on the fire department, would go and help with the Newton Falls um, fireworks. And there were plenty of times where, you know, one would misfire and set shit on fire right there while they were setting them off. Yeah. So. It happens. Yeah. We used to try to, like, make stuff better. So you'd have sprinklers or sparklers. And... Um, we read or saw somewhere that you could like tape them together and leave one sticking out and then use it as a fuse. And then when it would burn down to the rest, it would blow up. Never really got it to blow up like it was supposed to, but we tried a lot. Yeah, that was always fun. You always had to piece stuff together. Yeah. See what would happen. The Roman candles, having a Roman candle fight. Did you guys yeah. Ever, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did bottle rocket fights. Yeah. It was always Roman candles. We never did bottle rockets. I'm surprised they still have all. Oh, we did bottle rocket fights. Yeah. My the other thing eyes. we would do. Um, I discovered this one as a teenager. We would take, um, so we had oxyacetylene torch kit, you know, for the farm and stuff. So you put a little bit of uh, acetylene in a Ziploc bag and then top it off with oxygen and seal it and put it at the end of a couple sticks of uh, PVC pipe and then shoot a bottle rocket down that. And then when it would hit that and ignite, holy cow, was that loud. Oh, that sounds awesome. I know the ATF is listening right now, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody entered the chat. (laughs) So a friend owned a crane business and he was going to... so he was over in his shop doing one of those. He put it in a, but instead of a Ziploc bag, he put it in a garbage bag. So like a big old black trash pack, bag. And he went to, he was about to get in his truck to take it over to his house, you know, just a quarter mile down the road or whatever. Um, and as he went to get in his truck, the static electricity in his hands set off that bag. And it just blew up in his hands. It blew all the windows out of his shop. It lifted the roofing nails out of the roof. It shredded his clothes. Like he was just standing there naked after it was over with. Like just a little strip of clothing around his groin was always. And he was deaf for several days. Wow. Hearing finally came back. But yeah, it was. Um, it's a hell of a boom. Yeah, and you guys heard that, right? I would assume everybody. I actually was wasn't there. I was off to college. My dad was oh. telling me about it, but yeah, oh. yeah. Hmm. So, do you did you look up some uh, events? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pulling it up right now. So it looks like an estimated nineteen thousand five hundred fires are started by fire <laughs> by fireworks. That was just in twenty eighteen alone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's double that now. <laughs> Uh, five c- civilian deaths, 46 injuries, and $105 million in direct uh, property damage just wow. in 2018 alone. Um, it says that brush grass and forest fires accounted for three of every five uh, 
Three of every five fire brush uh, fire is a fireworks fire. So 59% of every brush fire mm. is a fireworks fire. Um, let me pull. Burns account for 44% of the fireworks-related injuries seen in the month around J July 4th, so before and after. So that's another thing. How many fireworks have you been here going on in your neighborhood still? Like, A lot. How long do you feel normally in your neighborhood are they going to last through? So they started last weekend. Right. Yeah. 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 But um, how long do you think they'll go through? Because it, in my neighborhood, I can't discern between the bottle rockets and the gunshots usually. <laughs> so it's kind of like I remember last year how long it went, but I'm not sure. You know, if there was a little the Venn diagram of where it was gunshot and bottle rocket, and I couldn't tell. Gotcha. So. Yeah, ours are uh, probably done after tonight is my guess. Yeah. The latest leftovers tonight, but we, they don't go very long here. Do they have yeah. issues with the association with that? It's more there's a lot of little kids in this neighborhood, so I think most people are just like, they're, they're not into it to begin with. Um, I was surprised someone was lighting them off last night. That was like a first that it wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. And, like, the kids were going to come back here and light stuff, and a, a couple of days ago, I was like, I don't think so, because it was so dry out, and we haven't got, you know, the, the, all that brushing back, and then, of course, it rained, and I was like, eh, if you want to come back, but You're like, it already eh, made plans. Ahead. Which is probably good, because I think by uh, 9 o'clock, I was asleep in bed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so, to answer your first question, I think there might be a little bit more this weekend. If people have some leftovers, they might do some stuff like, you know, Friday, Saturday night, but th mm -hmm. then I think it'll be done. But yeah, same thing last night. Like I got home from, you know, and then, uh, talked with my son for a minute on uh, FaceTime, the ones that's at college. And then like at 10 o'clock I'm in bed and then right that, that's when, you know, it got dark and everything started up. I'm like, Oh yeah. God. But I, I fell asleep during it. So it didn't yeah. bother me too much. Yeah. I was out. Nice. So during COVID, there was a 50% increase in death and injuries <laughs> with fireworks. Not a surprise. Um, 18 people died uh, compared to the 12 the previous year in 2019. Uh, 15,600 people were tra treated for hospital emergency uh, in the hospital at the emergency department for um, fireworks injuries, and about 10,000 in 2019. So almost. Uh, uh, Half as much over again. Wow. Um, Firemen must hate this time of year. I can imagine oh, yeah. so. Of the 18 deaths, eight of the victims had used alcohol or drugs prior mm, to the incident. Shocking. Oh, what a surprise. I'm surprised it's Less not 18 half, of 18. Though. Less yeah. than Yeah, I am surprised. Yeah. So, um, uh, most, the 66% occur between June 21st and July 21st. That's when the majority of mm. all fireworks uh, mm -hmm. accidents happen. So... Young adults between age 20 and 24 are the biggest. Uh, 17 injuries per 100,000 people are. What's, what's that, that male-female split? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't see that. I think this is written by a guy, though, so I don't think that's going to be in here. I did see that a woman got killed this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she was just in a crowd. I only saw the headline. I didn't read it. Oh, but. I did see that. I think that was a crowd. Okay. I, I don't think she lit them. Yeah. Yeah. Women I know tend to not like fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Thirty yeah, percent of uh, injuries are hands. Uh, Twenty-two percent are eyes and ears. Huh. So, pretty fucking gross. <laughs> um, last but not least, that I pulled up, and it is about the. I think this is the same one over again. All right, that's it. Um, yeah. So, got all my hands, got all my toes. I saw. I got to see a few different fireworks display. You know, my son being. 
you know, on the spectrum, he gets really upset and he wanted to see fireworks so bad. And Hudson canceled theirs. Oh. And they didn't put it on their website and the weather was fine. They canceled them anyway. So on our way back, I was able to stop at Blossom and let him see them then. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know your son was on the spectrum. I've got one that is as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sensory. So that's why hiking and creaking is his thing because it's dirt, sand, water. Yeah, yeah. 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 My son would just dig in the sand forever. Like, yeah. He'd find a sandbar and he would just squat down and just start playing and we'd almost have to drag him out with a tow truck. You know, he's just like so set there. Yeah, he just likes playing in the water more than anything else. Mm. But that's, you know, he'll be on the sandbar and like act like he's he uh, we were we were hiking the one time and there were rocks and it said R.I.P. And there was a hole dug. So now his latest thing has been he's digging because we find so much dead shit when we're on hiking. Mm. So he's been digging graves <laughs> on the sides of the banks, like swimming, like R.I.P. Dad. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah, fucking psycho. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> cool. Yeah, great fourth though. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we made homemade pizzas. They were so good. good. Yeah. God, I ate so much. I felt terrible today, like uh, just carb overload. Yeah. But um, I'm not drinking much anymore. And I, we probably had the equivalent of two and a half beers, maybe. Yeah. Cause we, yeah but just, it was enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Between the, the beers and the carbs, I was just like dead this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't need to eat anything until lunchtime. <laughs> oh, I was so hungry. I did the intermittent fast until lunchtime. But if uh, I have a lot of carbs the day before, I'll be really hungry that morning. Yeah, I wasn't hungry. I tried to take Rue for a run, so I took her over to Buttonbush, but the deer flies were just, like, fucking just so menacing. Uh, so we're starting to go for a run, and I see her, like, limping, like, with her leg, and I'm like, oh, did she hurt herself? No, she was trying to run while there were deer flies just tagging her face. So uh-huh. she was trying to scratch them off. I was just like, we were, like, 0.1 miles in. I was like, we're done. I just turned around and I went to Hudson Springs. I was like, hey, at least, you know, I know there's not going to be the deer flies there because of the path. They were so bad. Do you, what kind of uh, bug spray do you wear? I don't. I just wear uh, uh, the patch on my hat, ah. which is fine for me. But for her, she was just getting hit. Does she not have uh, one of those like vesty she type does. things that you could put one on her too and it draws them? To- Maybe. Yeah. I didn't think about that. But yeah, I mean. As soon as I saw him on her face, I was like, "This isn't gonna be good." Yeah. Do you use bug spray? Or do you have what you wear those patches too? I, I I don't tend to go places that have a lot of black flies. I don't know what, what I'm doing right, but I haven't been getting them. Yeah, like on the on the like on the national park trails, they don't seem to be as much of an issue. Are you kidding me? They're everywhere. Now. Really? Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I. Got we didn't see any like Pine Lane to Boston on Saturday. Yesterday, we didn't see any. Oh, I got eight up both. Up to the falls and then over to Brandy One. Wow. Huh. Wow. I yeah. had a big bite, like, right here. On my, it hurt so bad. Yeah, I wow. went, was it Saturday? One day I went, and I just came back. It was Sunday. I, I like, just ran around here, like, backyard in Tinker's Creek, and uh, maybe did six miles, and I was just, like, miserable. I came back. I just had welts all over my back. And I had my patch on. There were a ton on my patch, but they were still just tagging me. Yeah. Yeah, at this point... They'll be gone in a couple weeks. We're all going to die anyway, so I used a deep woods yeah. one and just cover myself in it. But if I... Like a day like yesterday, it was so humid in the morning that I sweat all of that. Mm. You know what I use is uh, that permethrin stuff where you treat your clothes. 
And so, um, like, I don't like to put the deed on me, on me. So uh, I'll treat like my shirts and stuff, and it lasts like through six washes or about six weeks. Yeah. And uh, so I just hose that stuff down, you know, beginning of the year. So I'll wear long sleeves, like around, you know, when I'm camping with the scouts and stuff. Um, when the bugs start coming out, I'll just throw in long sleeves, maybe neck buff, and then I'll just put like a little bit of um, the less toxic stuff, like on my forehead, and my ears, and that generally takes care of me. When I went to Costa Rica and Belize, like six. Like probably forty-five to sixty days prior, I took a B complex. Started taking a B complex because that was what they had advised us to is to take that hmm. because it helps ward off all the bugs. So I thought about just starting that up again. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I haven't been seeing many of them. I run at South Chagrin and you know Bedford some, and I haven't been seeing many. Yeah, those wide open spaces, <laughs> yeah. not in the woods. Sunny Lake, you can't go there right now. They're just everywhere. Oh, I can imagine so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in my backyard, can't go there, can't go to Buttonbush. So, yeah, I don't know what to do with the dog. Speaking of running, I had a question. So Andy won't get this because he's, he's a very private person. Yeah. You know, he doesn't um, doesn't like to post to social media and stuff, so okay. he's not on Strava. Gotcha. But Shimmy, you always have very creative names for your runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm just uh, curious about that. Like, where do those come from? I got a couple dep- select ones here I could oh, pull out. I was going to say, it all depends. You'd have to probably... Countdown to 10 most popular shimmy run names. <laughs> I think I only got about three, but... Uh, Coming in at number three, then. Let's see here. Yeah, no, I... So- oh, it didn't sync between devices. I don't have them. I did oh, it on my no. iPad. Oh, no. Bummer. Well, I could, I could hit Strava. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, there it went. Oh. It just synced. It's syncing. Thank goodness. Okay, so your most recent one that I saw was... It's me. Hi, I'm Becky with the good hair. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> so uh, I had shown up early and had to go to the bathroom and had taken a shower and then like rinsed off, gotten up early and rinsed off. And so my hair was very silky and soft. And I was in the <laughs> I had medicated myself appropriately for my run. Um, so I was like. <laughs> giggling in the bathroom as I was like fixing my hair and I text my running partner and I said god damn I've got such great hair this morning I don't want to go run and ruin it so in my mind I'm like I'm Becky with the good hair so then that's the high the Taylor Swift song so it's kind of mash up between the two so fun all right yeah yeah we were uh, running yesterday morning and uh, we were getting back back almost back to the trailhead yeah and um so we're we're smelly and everything and but this couple passed us, a woman and a guy, and it's like, oh, it smells so nice. I think they were just starting their run. She, she'd clearly showered that morning. Uh, I can't yeah. stand when people have cologne or whatever on when they're running. Well, to me, that's a problem. Like, I can't understand why anybody would want to do that because I would feel like that would attract any sort of insects. Yeah, you would think so. Hey, Dom. It's Dominic. So I want to know about this one. I feel like a busted can of neon Pillsbury biscuits. <laughs> so I was in neon green shorts. I was in a neon pink shirt, and I felt fat that morning. Ah. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, I think I understand this one, but I'll ask. Knock, knock, knocking on Satan's door. Ladders, hills, repeats. So... I think you're down at Everett Bridge doing yeah. that big ass hill. So knock, knock, knock on heaven's door. Yeah. I, 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 I. So that's the ladders, hills, or peace. Okay. So yeah, I was doing. It was like eighty some degrees that day, and it was probably seventy to eighty percent humidity, and I was doing 
fucking stupid ladders for no reason over there. Yeah. So that one fucking hill. So Oak Hill. So uh-huh. it was Oak Hill and the inside. So I was doing the hill up down and then the horseshoe back and then back to the hill and doing that. And then I think I went over and did repeat like steepest climb, hail, all that. I haven't been in that area forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I like that area, but uh, my running partner doesn't. So we never go there anymore. It's the closest to my house. Mm. Uh, obviously, my kid's named after that area. Um it's always been my favorite place to run because it obviously has probably so people call it the BBA loop, but mm-hmm. um, that area, if the how depending on how you run that, or if you add on furnished run to it. I mean, furnished run if you add that, that's seven miles, and then yep. you can cut certain sections off and do repeats of hills and make it seven to ten miles and get almost three thousand feet of climb, and it makes it worth your while to be over there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that used to be my go-to spot like years and years ago for training because you just get a bit of everything. There in Boston are the best places to do the BT to the falls. And then that section, when you go down to Buttermilk, doing that ski slope climb and then go down to the falls and then doing the climb that goes parallel to OPP, or it's Peter's Pride, so that's that hill I call OPP, but it's just a sheer monkey hand-over-fist climb for part of it and then it's just like this for you know it's almost a half mile climb mm. it follows that so because you can't go on the ski slope anymore because it's now peak and peak and they've ticketed people in the summer when they run on that hill oh really so you this is the option is it's not on private property it's still in the park and it is it's just you have to be good at technical downhills to come back down it. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise you have to run the top side and stay away from the edge of the ski resort and then pick up, that's called Ponte. So if you run along the backside of that hill and then you can dip into the trees and there's a trail that runs down to the picnic area of Columbia off of Riverview. Mm. So, and then you can do that loop. You run, th- there's a trail that runs parallel to the creek and it takes you back to the BT. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, two more. Um, the last one's for Andy. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... Brex, R to the easy. We drink water by the OZ. <laughs> so I got that one. So yep. It's a Jay-Z song, yep. a reference to a Jay-Z song. I somebody that had never hadn't been in Brexville in a really long time. So I was reintroducing him to mm-hmm. the new stuff that they hadn't seen. Ah, uh, okay. I got the Jay-Z reference. Well, yeah. this one's for Andy because he always talks about his Irish exits, but um, that was the Irishest of goodbyes. <laughs> I just rolled just off like, the trail and left uh, it didn't tell anybody. <laughs> that was the race. Just leave your running partner. That was forgotten. <laughs> I think that was that. Was that the forgotten? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Oh, yeah. I think that was it. Yeah, because yeah, I remember because I just walked off and oh, didn't I... tell anybody. I came through and like wait. I like gave the peace sign to Richard and was like, I'm going to my car, and then got my car and drove off. Which was funny because I was like, Is Jimmy still out there? And they're like, Yeah, and I'm like, There's no. I don't way. see his car here. <laughs> I don't think he just moved his car and kept running. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not. I'm leaving. Because they were all hanging out, and I was like, mm, I think I'm done. Well, yeah, so many of us are so boring. Like, it's just like, might it be a Tuesday morning run? And it's like, whatever. You know, but you always get the fun names with yours. So it's always either something that I have on my mind or some like a song that's stuck in my head or like something that happens during the run 
or it's something that we talk about specifically because like I don't label mine. There are some that are pretty random or like seem like they're very random, and it's definitely you can tell it's an inside, like much of those are. That was not the forgotten because it was at Boston Township and it was only seven point seven miles. Oh, oh, yeah! I felt like absolute dog shit, <laughs> and was like, "I, you guys, here's where how, where you need to go," and told the people which way to go for the rest of the run. I just went back to my car. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't label my runs. So you don't share your runs. When no, I was I don't. being it's a, a D, having being a DJ, and like I would make mix CDs for parties for like when I would have you know people over. So like they all had really specific names. So I had an idea of what songs were on them to what fit what mood. So I've always just treated Strava the same way. It's my new burn CD label. Ah, uh, cool. So yeah, nice, nice. So uh, we went over to Lakewood a few weeks ago and uh, hung out with Davey. And Barry was really fixated on sharks. You know, he gets fixated sometimes. Yeah. So he just sent us something about sharks. Multiple shark attacks. I saw someone got killed. New York Shores, I, I yeah. Thought, didn't someone so, die? I don't know. I'm just reading the Pretty headline. Pretty sure. Yeah. That's scary. Huh? Did you get the creator reference? The what? No. <laughs> oh. I didn't see it. So, oh, so, so if you ever saw Prometheus, yes. like... The creator is based off of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> That's why when Barry showed a picture of the Statue oh, of Liberty, I was okay. like, ah, uh, the creator. I thought okay. you were talking about Liberty because it was no, the 4th no. of July. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure if you got it or not. But yes, That's it was, even better. Yeah, it was based off the Statue of Liberty. Anyways, so yeah, we don't have Joe here because he's fixing his son's car and Barry's in New York, like trying to be like me, you know, hanging out in New York, hoping to get famous. I'm assuming, anyways. So it sounds like that was a live picture he sent us of Lady Liberty. Yeah. So I don't know if, if they played more gigs what. in a basement in Northfield, they would probably be a little bit more famous. Well, as you may or may not know, on September 16th, September 16th, Barry's band Charlie Bravo will be playing at the basement in Twinsburg. Yep. I think 7 p.m., 8 p.m., somewhere in there. I thought it usually starts at 9 or 10. It's uh, too yeah. late for me. Yeah, we'll be there for the <laughs> we'll be there for the first two songs as usual, uh, with our earmuffs on, hiding in a corner because it's very loud. Yeah. Uh, not that we don't like the songs, Barry, but we're really old and our hearing is not that good, Gotta and we can't we afford to damage what's left. I already have tinnitus. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. It's the worst. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> No, I do. I love their music. Like they're they're really a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm so old. I just yeah, can't yeah. handle it. It's it's the time for me. It's yeah. like uh, well, because the weekends I want to get up early and go for a run in the mornings, and I can't yeah. go to the bar until midnight. And yeah, you yeah. can. You used to no, do that. No, I can't do that. Yeah. No. I'm doing a really long run this weekend. Nice. It's my birthday weekend, so I'm gonna try and do 54 miles. Ma- Kilometers. <laughs> I'm thinking of like just running uh, Burning River 50 backwards. So from what s- course? It's from Silver Spring. Well, the new one. Although I could do the, the old one. The, the new new one because I heard the new one has uh, almost 50% road in it. I has what? <laughs> Even more road? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. oh man. Apparently they're releasing the, the course and that's there's more road than last year. Uh, I just know the first year that Jonathan and I uh, 
swept it. It was gr- it was a great course, like uh, you know, uh, point to point. Like uh, then they 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 had sort of a section of it in Brex- Brexville that I guess wasn't an official trail. You had to like cross this. this well, at the time the stream was like almost over your head, so they had to actually have someone there making sure you got across. <laughs> and that was like not an official part, but. It was like 70-something percent trail at that point, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the three years I ran the attempted the 100, and the the two years I attempted and the year I finished, it was the point-to-point, and it was chagrin from the castle to Yeah, squires. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, even that, like they used to do like a six-mile loop at the beginning of squires that was all trail, and then they cut that out, and you went right to the road yeah, from so squires. Yeah, so that was every year I ran it, you went straight out to the road. Yeah, I mean, hmm. you missed you missed a good section in the beginning, you know, uh, that was fun. I, got no, you, got I don't your, mind losing that section. <laughs> no, it was, it was fun. <laughs> squires is so hilly. No, I just, I, I mean, I don't, having run there already, I know what I'm getting myself into. I would rather just get on the road because I knew what I was going to have to deal with was, you know, the first eight to nine miles was basically you were running either down through that neighborhood mm-hmm. or you jumped into the bridal trail, but it was basically crushed cinder and then it was basically a... A very hard packed trail. It's like even like the trail sections in the beginning of that, like it's really not a trail. I mean, yeah, it's crushed yeah. lime and you're you're the the trail is and the woods are on either side of you, but you're just, you're basically running towpath. Yeah. Like that yeah. whole section, like uh and then the road's no fun. I mean, yeah, it's not crowded at the beginning, but you know, the few cars that are out there are not very sympathetic to having runners on there. Yeah. You think they would know by now. Yeah, it's not my favorite anymore. And, and when the, the year that Jonathan and I ran it, it was still cool. And I just, I don't know. It's just not, it's not what it was. Yeah, it never will be again. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. But I was going to run the 50 and then, I, then I'm, I'm booked on something. So I took it took the matters out of my hand. Um, I, I was supposed to be on a relay team and I pulled myself out when I had my little episode and then I agreed to pay somebody and they're a little pissed that I agreed to pay somebody. <laughs> That's I, a little bit more important to me, I think. I wish I was around because there's a couple people I saw running and who I would be like, I'd pace them. Yeah. That I feel like I would be a, a help to. But. There's a random person that I was surprised reached out to me because he has two strong people that are in his crew already that will help pace and when he, I, I mean, I was very honored to get the message, but I kind of was like, I don't think you need me. But okay, <laughs> that's always been a good one for me to help with because I, you know, you know the course so well that yeah. you can really help someone out. Like, be like, you know, unlike Jonathan lied to me about how hilly it was and how muddy it was, I wouldn't lie like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was fell off a mountain. I'm still looking for that mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you go, you go to San Ron. You will find that mountain, and it's very muddy, especially at two in the morning after heavy rain. That the thing that frustrated me, I was running fine until then, and I was like, I can't get a grip. I mean, I literally had to go off trail to like get up the trail. Well, yeah, because you were wearing road shoes that year. Yeah. And I was wearing. No, well, that was a mistake. I should have changed them at yeah. some point, but I didn't want to because I was comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you probably well, didn't think about the fact that 
you knew the trails and you figured you in your head you could be able to do that because i know that that was well i'd had to help you up some earlier sections that like yeah i'd no, grab I a could. tree you know i was wearing trail shoes i had decent I was traction sliding. yeah but i would grab hold of a tree and then yeah. give him my hand and pull him up a section yeah hmm. interesting yeah yeah i don't miss that race no no but i was targeting to try and do something to get my mojo back before mobius and i don't think it's going to happen I was going to do it as part of a relay, but uh, we're out of town that weekend, too. So, Are you around this weekend? You just do BT? Just go fat ass. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying just Oh, yeah, just go. be there? Yeah. I just don't want to be around that whole scene, to be honest. Yeah. It's not like it was when we did BT before it was part of the, the uh, Western Reserve, when it was just a volunteer and then you could run it. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Mm-hmm. You know, now yeah, it's, when I ran a Nate now, station for now like three it's just, years in a row. Now yeah. it's just a, just so many people running it, and the yeah. trails get trashed by the time you're at the turnaround. And yeah, yeah, I remember, uh, yeah, I remember I ran it for my 50th birthday, and it was that course that went three different ways. And, and oh, was, in Brexville, where you did yeah. the one loop and then out, and then yeah. 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 yeah, that was god awful. I was doing my mountain repeats that day and just watching people. Yeah, I saw you that. out there. I, yeah. I I remember seeing you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what else we got, Scott? You got some paper there, or is that Dave's that's, that's old papers? leftover? Yeah, it's leftover. But I do have a question for you. So my wife and I were talking about this. You know, we all try to be ethical, right? And so no. we were talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Insert, I'm certain. Oh, yeah. All the time. Ways. All the time, though. Okay. Totally. As, a, as an investor, I'm sure you try to be ethical. So we were talking about um, investing in, like, you know, the oil companies have a bad rep, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, would you invest in, like, Exxon? And so don't you don't have to answer to that. But then the question, you know, the question we came down to was, would you rather, vote, you know, invest in, like, Exxon or, like, Coke or Pepsi? Like, which does more good or more harm to the world and you know relatively to the relative to the other one well i think they both do harm in the world don't they yeah so which one has okay so which one does less harm yes yeah i guess my thing is is i don't know exxon's uh how they're vested with what they do to give back whereas having worked for both coke and pepsi i have a pretty good idea of what they do to give back to the community and what they do on a global scale as well um but I mean, obviously, they both are awful with their by the waste, their byproducts. Yeah, I was thinking more like their products. Yeah, that's what I was focused on. I mean, Coke does health harm, right? That's on what a, I'm th- on a like, large scale. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was where I came Exxon. down. I'm like, when she asked me that, I'm like, oh, Exxon in a second. I'd rather invest in them because, like, we actually need their products. You know, like they do might we, be. Though, do we really? I, I the, the plastics and stuff. I mean, do granted, we, they're killing again, us. Do we yeah, need them though? I like them. They're killing us slowly, but yeah. the others are just a, a subsidized corn injection delivery system <laughs> to our bodies. So you know, they're kind of both. They do also own other products other than that that are. Do they make anything healthy and nutritious though? Uh, well, their their portfolio is pretty vast, yeah. right? It all depends on who you, because one's Tropicana, one has Minimade. Um, one does You're Gatorade, not me over one yet. does Powerade. Okay, no. Still Fair, not. Life, Fair Life Chocolate Milk is Coca-Cola. Okay. Um, 
one does. But like all the chips and snacks, no, that's, that's just just high yeah, carb, pep, high. That's, that, they purchase. They right. purchase Frito Lay though. That's not. That was that was a merger that happened. That's still part of the empire know, though. But yeah, I got at the end of the day. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're both awful companies. <laughs> Unless they want to sponsor us. Well, they're, they're, not awful, we love them. they're not awful companies. They just make really bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought you were going with that conversation, all of the political entities uh, that have been divesting from their stock holdings in, you know, in light of things that are happening or prior to, um, you know, like this aspartame thing and that one yeah. woman selling all her, her shares off before they labeled aspartame a carcinogen. Right. Oh. Right. So Well, like uh, somebody in, in in the FDA or who? In Congress. In, oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, I looked that up the other day. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to, like, I don't think it's necessarily ethical that they trade on insider information, but... If I could get you real don't t- think that's unethical using no, no, your I, power. Oh no, I, I definitely think it's okay. absolutely unethical. Okay, um, but I was like, well, if I can get real time information on what those fuckers are doing and replicate it and become a millionaire, okay, I'll do that. Might as well take advantage of the system as long as. Uh, but it's not the data is pretty delayed. So I was going like, to say you don't know what's in their portfolio until you find out that the loot they're selling it off. Usually you don't really know what they're No, They actually have to disclose what they're doing, but there's like mm-hmm. a 90 day lag time on it or something. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, their, their purchases and sales are, are public information, but there's a lag. So you can't, um, you know, by the time it's published, it's too late. Got it. But I thought about it. there's, there's websites dedicated to that and, you know, invest like a Senator. But you, like the whole stock market is fixed anyways, though, because isn't there like a second layer of people who get the information quicker than the nor- than us normies? Like, isn't there like a special like some sort of market that like the big investors have uh, access to that we don't? Because it's all like milliseconds are so important in like these stock trades, and don't they have like millisecond advantage? They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like I forget what it's called exactly, but it's some sort of like time advantage. It's like mark to market or something like that. But they, yeah, they um, will, yeah, they were working to get their their servers closer to the stock exchange servers, that's so they'd have millisecond advantages. Yeah, Um, my college roommate, his brother actually started an exchange uh, that specialized in that. And uh, they were getting ready to, the, actually, the day they IPO'd, their exchange sank their stock, and it never IPO'd. Mm. <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, he was set to become a billionaire that day, and it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm, like, listening to that a podcast about Sam Bankman-Fried, or whatever his name is, the, the uh, FTX guy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, he just built this whole thing on basically a fraud, <laughs> you know? And it's, like, no one regulated it. No. I, I don't, I don't know what's happening to him now. But even after they went bankrupt, didn't seem like he was hurting too bad. <laughs> as he's giving interviews from his island, <laughs> like yeah, I don't know where he's at now. Is he? I I don't know. I, I I'm on my last episode. I'll tell you in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else I got. I, I didn't prep much. I might have something written down. That, that I thought of. We could ask uh, Carol's gender identity question from last oh, night. Oh, yes. I should be a good person to ask that, I, That's too. what I was thinking. I was hoping that, uh, you know, I was. so we, we talked it over last night at, uh, when we were having pizza, but 
So my wife came up with this question the other day when we were out for a hike. She's like, if you woke up tomorrow and you had like lady parts instead of guy parts, like, would that change your identity or your self-perception of yourself? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, am I still me? But, you know, so we had to put some rules around this. So I'm. What was the movie with Rob Schneider? Uh, hot chick? No. Yeah, was that one? Yes. No, no. Yeah. yeah, the hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you say that. That's the first thing I thought of. (laughs) Yeah, the hot chick. So I'm like, do I still look like a dude, but I got lady parts? Or, you know, like, what's what are the parameters around this thing? She says, no, no, you're freaky Friday. You swap bodies or you're like, a. well, that would be. Well, so we'll talk about that next. (laughs) Um, No, this would just be like, I'm genetic. I'm, I'm me, but genetically like you quantum leaped into a female body. But right, but it's all my it's genetics, you. so it's yeah, like it's, whatever yeah. I would be as a female. Oh like, my god! So it's you and drag, basically. No, no, it would be. But yeah, no, that's I, what you would look like. Though it'd be you and drag would be what you would look like as a woman. But presumably less masculine oh, features. That would look amazing. There we go. No, like okay. so, I've been through puberty as a girl okay. and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, her question was like, <laughs> Wong Fu. <laughs> <laughs> would it change your? How did she phrase it? Would you change yourself? How you? identify or how you perceive yourself if you grew up that way you would grow up completely you can't project what you would be in another sex so let's assume there's like two parallel timelines one you grow up completely male the other one you grow up completely female i don't think the same would be i don't think you would act the same you would not have gender norms would be different obviously you would be raised completely different so you would not probably be the same person i completely agree well, that was what I was saying. That's nature versus nurture almost. That's yeah. the whole argument. Well, and she was like, well, she's like, I don't think it'd be that much difference for me. I'm like, you know, for her, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, because I'm, I'm thinking about like, oh, what are the implications of being female? You know, like you get paid less. You, you know, you're not as physically secure and, you know, there's the whole worry about pregnancy and you say, know, yeah, body, a you know, body autonomy <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, she's like, I, I think it, you know, I I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm like, yeah, you wouldn't. You're getting an upgrade, but like, I'm going to fucking coach. You know, I mean, society. I'm not judging male versus yeah. female. I'm just saying the way our society treats women. If you, you have you're any problems with down. Scott's remarks, please email <laughs> blindsided. Get blindsidedpod at gmail.com. <laughs> no, I'm just saying our you know society in general treats women less right. well as, as than men. Man, and I'd so, learn how to give really good head, and I'd be selling my feet pics. I'd have an OnlyFans <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. No, that's the way, especially now in this society nowadays, like if if I was if I was my age, if I was 40, but a female, I would still be doing that. I'd be making these thirst trap TikToks that I see all the time that end up popping up on Instagram because I'm an old man and I don't have TikTok and I see it 2 weeks late. Um, <laughs> but like that's what I'd be doing. I'd be I'd have a channel, I'd have all those things to be able to make money. I'd already probably be divorced, so I'd be getting an alimony, child support, maybe both, and then just being able to do, make a monetary amount on the internet. So you're pro-gender swap. I, I just know that that's, <laughs> there are advantages that if you are a business-minded person, regardless of male or female, there are opportunities in society today with that, the same thing we are talking about, Don, with that 15-minute you know, flavor of the week, like you can capitalize on it and females definitely have a better opportunity to do that than males do yeah. in that instant gratification society we live in. Hmm. 
See, I saw the downsides of it in like the more of a corporate world. Yeah. And like you Shit, saw the. Why, why would you go? With, you don't um, have. Do you like being in the corporate world? Why the hell would I want to be a female and do it when I know it's an already male-dominated environment? Like, yeah. why the hell would I do that? I would rather be manipulating and using those men in that male-dominated world to pay my bills for my couch. That brings me to another point. So did you see there's this girl, she's like a, she's some sort of influencer or whatever, but she's made a uh, AI version of herself, like Megan AI or something like that. And so she has like 20,000 boyfriends or whatever, but they pay a dollar a minute to like voice chat with her. Mm -hmm. Like the AI, I think, you know, they've cloned her voice and they've cloned her personality and it like chats back with them. And they know that it's an AI, but they'll still spend money doing it. Yeah, because it's filling a sexual fantasy. And they use it as therapy and stuff. Like they actually start feeling like cared That's for. That's therapy. They, it uses CBT based um, cognitive behavioral, not cannabis. Um, <laughs> just messing with you. But it could use that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it uses uh, cognitive behavioral therapy based uh, techniques to talk to these people. So I don't know. But then she now she's got another one where it's, I think she charges $5 per text message. She's making ten thousand bucks a day on that one, and they're looking to scale it. Wow, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. gonna make Andy Anomaly AI. I came on a uh, chat. What was it on Tinder today? A profile, and a woman was like, basically, very much so, like, "This is my life. This is what I want. I put pictures of my boyfriends, so this is what I expect." And it was two older guys, and like, she's like, basically, is saying that she's. A not a call girl, but like I'll be your girlfriend, but you have to sugar, pay for my things and sugar baby. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, <laughs> she's very attractive too. So well, that's a whole thing too—the whole sugar mom, or sugar daddy, sugar baby thing. Yeah, I know. yeah. I want a sugar mama. Yeah, I would love to have a sugar mama. Are you kidding me? I, I think Adrian'd be cool with it. I thought Adrian was your sugar mama. No, and the the roles are starting to reverse now that I'm offer only. <laughs> Send your offers to Blindsided. Yeah. <laughs> what offers do you have? Just get blindsidedpod at gmail.com. Or in encode them in Craigslist. <laughs> Barry will <laughs> find them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Barry will be checking Craigslist for code words. Uh, code word anomaly for 20% off yeah. your requests. <laughs> oh, my God. Barry's going to be like, I found all these Craigslist ads with the anomaly in them. <laughs> See, I couldn't uh, see the gender swap thing. The problem is, is I, I like my penis too much, so I don't want to lose that. I use it for things. I just don't <laughs> think important that there's, things. There's no way that you, I would not be me if I was a female. Right. I would not be me. It's it's so much of your identity. Yeah. But yeah. We yeah. So much of our identity is tied up in our sexual expression or who we are that way. So what if you could temporarily swap with, like, a partner for a, a day? So back to the... Yeah, like, like your consciousness. Friday, yeah, like your consciousness swaps, and you get to experience life from the other side <laughs> for a finite period. I mean, I would definitely pick a celebrity or a superstar of some sort if I was going to have to get to, if, like, in this fictitious scenario. Yeah, it would be somebody that's, like, not only is a, hot, a smoking hot babe, but one that's, like probably pretty popular to be able to experience also the fame and rich that I'll never experience <laughs> in my life. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, I do that for sure. See, I was thinking just like with my wife, you know, to yeah, experience that sex from the other side. Oh, hey, my wife. Hey, honey. Well, Sorry. Like, what, are you, uh, what, are you, what are your flings, you know? No, I don't want to swap with one of my flings because then they're looking at me. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No. Like, I'm upgrade. Come on. I'm trying to upgrade for this. Yeah, I don't really care one way or the other. Oh, Adrian was all about it, though. Oh, yeah. She wanted to wield was. the anomaly. Right. She, she has oh, advantage. Oh, to do the swap with yeah. her partner? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm okay where I am. I'll just stay me. I feel like, if anything, it would be good if all males would be able to swap with a female or be able to go and live a day or a few days as a woman to see what they have to deal with, and then that may shift your perspective. I think that's, I mean, long term, I think that's a bigger thing that society needs to have happen. And I feel like as the older generation dies off, I feel like we're going to move closer towards that. So greater empathy. No, just an understanding that men are complete assholes and wield a lot of power. I thought we were moving toward understanding the women's perspective. Well, that's what I'm saying is the fact that like that. Yeah. If we can get past, we move out of that generation of thinking that, you know, women don't belong in the workplace. And, you know, those are the people who are in power right now in business and a lot of that corporate world where, you know, women are trying to make them a name for themselves and then have to deal with all of the hurdles and barriers. So, because honestly, so I had applied for a job uh, and a African-American woman got the job instead. And I was happy because like, you know, all in all, like, they don't people women don't get enough opportunities especially a woman of color like mm-hmm. i was ex, i was excited that she was able to have that opportunity because she probably wouldn't have gotten it in the you know in the world obviously she left our the company she was working for for that reason mm-hmm. so cool yeah sounds kind of woke though hope uh governor DeSantis doesn't pick this up yeah might be banned in florida possibly maybe future president DeSantis. <laughs> god <laughs> He's going to be a great president. All right, folks. That's Ho- all the time hopefully we have. That, hopefully <laughs> that reactor does get there. blown up by the Russians after all, so we don't get to that point. As soon as he gets rid of that evil Disney out of Florida. Ugh. Don't mess with yeah. the mouse. Yeah. Go see Sounds of Freedom. <laughs> all right. We're, we, we, we managed to kill an hour. Wow. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Right. Did a good job, just the three of us. Sorry, folks. <laughs> That'll be better. Sorry, next folks. Week. We, we rambled and stuff, but you know what? It's better than another clip show, right? The trails are important. The <laughs> yeah. nature is important. Listen, whatever you bring in, you bring out of the trails. Uh, uh, if you got to poop, poop off the trail. Um, yeah, there's a leash law. It doesn't matter if it's a metro park, a state park, well, or a national park. See, there's a leash law, and also yeah, leash just law don't, for sure. Don't bag your shit and leave it on the trail. Kick it for sure. Just, kick it. Yeah, don't even bag it. Just kick it off. Kick the side. it to the side. That's yeah. what I've been doing with Rue. Please. Um, Sixteen bags. Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you want to talk more about um, anomalies, it's get blindsided pod at gmail dot com. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week, I think. All right. I got a bottle of booze for us to try, and I'm I'm gonna stump Davy with some current oh, one yeah. hit wonders. Oh no! All right, he'll be lost. He's gonna be. And Andy's OnlyFans channel coming soon. Yep. Mm. Sign up early for twenty percent off. Use code Get Blindsided. See ya.